Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mic check, one, two. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Hi, I'm chef, restaurant owner and music fan, Paul Ainsworth, and this is Knives, Forks and Tunes, the podcast where we ask the all-important questions, dream dinner party menu, playlist, and of course, who's invited. Every episode's cooking tips and party playlists are available in the show's description. My guest this week is Alan Mustafa, better known as SEPA. He's BAFTA award-winning actor for co-creating, writing and starring in the brilliant People Just Do Nothing as MC Grinder for no less than five series on the BBC. And with a film titled Big in Japan in cinemas this month, as part of Corrupt FM, he's released tracks with absolute legends, Craig David, Mist and JK, with an album out later this year. He also recently starred in the film Love, Wedding, Repeat, out now on Netflix. And more importantly, he's a fellow foodie tasting his way around the world with the taste cadets. Sipa, welcome to Nice Forks and Tunes. Firstly, that's an intro. That is a strong intro. <laughs> was, do you know what? It's good to be reminded of all my achievements. I love that. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I'm going to point out, because I've listened to lots of stuff, Taste Cadets is not a cooking show. It's an eating show. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Exactly that. <laughs> Do you know why? Because I don't want to have the audacity to take, you know, cooking away from people like you that have trained for it and have put the work in. I'm just here to, you know, just appreciate and try to understand and, and learn about it. Because for me, food isn't just about the, the taste and, you know, what you eat in the time. It's the it's the culture as well around it and, and the history of it and you know, that will interest me. That, and that's why it's got the sort of travel element to it. I've got to admit, like, you really know your stuff. And I'm going to come into that as we go through this. But you're impressive. Like, what you know about food, I don't even get anywhere near on music. You really do know your stuff. And what I love is you love food. Like, genuinely love it. Yeah. Yeah, for me, it's... it's. Uh, I don't know. Anything I do, I just want to... It, to be honest and genuine without sounding pretentious but like food for me isn't like something that like well I might get into that or I might you know I want to be a foodie or it's just something that I've always been obsessed with and always loved and like my dad's from Kurdistan my mom's from Czech Republic you know food was always massive in our household from growing up you know it, it, it was home cooked food from all different parts of the world and uh, I guess restaurants wasn't that wasn't something I experienced until I got a bit older and I think that's where maybe that it became an obsession because I was like (laughs) I want to be able to try things you know outside my household and and around the world and stuff like that and 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 I guess that's where uh yeah it became it is a bit of an obsession for me food yeah 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 well this podcast mate is all about like food music um but before we get to the food and the music right we no dinner party is set without an awesome lineup of guests. Now your lineup of guests is amazing. 
like really, really amazing. There's a couple on there that I would actually have in my guest list. Oh, sick. Yeah, so nice. should we kick off with who's coming to this party? <laughs> it's, a, it's quite a random list. Anthony Bourdain, for me, is like he's one of my biggest inspirations in life. Yeah. Especially everything we we're talking about. But even in general, just the fact that he was like the original anti-presenter, you know, like yeah. he's the original person that came onto TV and was just unapologetically himself, you know. Yeah. Um, and that is something that I will just always look to and take inspiration from to keep, you know, it's good. It's good to keep yourself in check and have someone like that to look up to. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I yeah. just think he'd be amazing. And obviously, you know, he knows his food. <laughs> he's He's been around the world. He, he's, he's doing everything that Taste Cadets want to be. You know, that yeah. was that is our inspiration. Yeah. So, you know, I had to have him at the table. Um, and then <laughs> Wu-Tang are one of my <laughs> biggest hip-hop, like, like, the, like I'm, I'm the biggest Wu-Tang fan. And it's hard to pick one of them. And I wouldn't want them all there because I'd want one to just shine on their own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't want them, you know, whisper. You know, when, mate, you bring two friends to a party, they end up just chatting together. Do you know what I mean? I want them, I want everyone to feel as insecure as everyone else. Put it that way. Do you know what? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you've really thought about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to take that one. Yeah, I like yeah. that. <laughs> so, so it's, it's got to be Raekwon because yeah. he calls himself Raekwon the chef. So, um, I mean, I've, and, you know, I, I think originally he was chefing up other things. But, yeah. you know, let's, let's take that as food. And he, he's a big guy. He obviously <laughs> loves his food and that. So, <laughs> so like, I think he'll be good. Um, Ricky Gervais, because I'm the biggest Office fan. And um, for me, quite obviously, from doing People's Do Nothing, I, you know, The Office is my biggest inspiration comedically. Um, so I just, I just want him there so we could... We could, t we could talk about Office for a good couple of hours as well. Do you know what I mean? He's a genius, isn't he? Yeah, so, yeah. so Anthony Bourdain yeah. and Ricky Gervais, that's what yeah. would be on my list. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. Okay, well, can I be on your list then? Because I'd want to do it again, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I've had, a gr I've had a great night by the end of it, so I need to do it again. Um, and then Frida Kahlo, I just think she's sick. Yeah. And she switched the game up for you know, females in general. And, and I've been to Mexico recently and learned a lot more about her. And I think she's outspoken as well. So it'd be great conversation at the table, but also I, I like that she's a bit of a troll. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I think she'd be able to just terrorise people around the table. And I love that as well. You said you went to Mexico recently. Yeah. Were you blown away by the food? Oh man, oh, yeah. I went with the Taste Cadets on a yeah. little trip and it was insane. Um... I was blown away mentally and also physically after eating so many tacos. But like, yeah. but like the honestly, the first day in Mexico City, we did twelve different taco vendors, and all in the gulliest, you know, like the, the undisclosed meats, you know. But it's but they're incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, it was so good, man. And then and then went down to Oaxaca, and it was it was completely different. Yeah, there. it's a lot lighter, a lot more. Uh, a lot more moles and, 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 and different things like that. Yeah, sauces, I was just going to say about moles as well. It's like how they vary. Incredible. They've all got their own yeah. style. And, and, and for someone that wants to know, I want to know everything about food. Yeah. It's hard because you yeah. don't. You're like, what is a mole? What? It's basically just a sauce. But, oh, okay, so a mole is something with chocolate. Well, that's what we know here. No, it's not. There's green ones that haven't got chocolate. There's the red ones, yellow ones. So it's basically just a sauce. There's just so many of them. And it's just the fact that they put so many ingredients in them to 
to to form them into into different sort of completely different dishes. Yeah. Uh, really complex, but also can be really light. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's it was amazing. That was it's like being in a completely different country from Mexico City down in Oaxaca and uh, Puebla as well. And yeah, just well, the food is incredible, man. Yeah. So good. I mean, Frida is definitely going to be proper interesting, isn't she? Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. is going to be someone that's going to yeah. like, have so many interesting stories. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So y- you need that at the table as well. You need yeah. storytelling at a good dinner party. Do you know what I mean? Um, talking of storytelling, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, and it's not even, he's funny, obviously, but he's a mad, intelligent, interesting character as well. So... I don't know, man. I just think he's a G. Like yeah. he, he's one of my favorite stand-up. Well, I say he is my favorite stand-up. Like when yeah. it comes to stand-up comedy, so yeah, I just think it. Be, and he's got his own podcast as well. And I've been listening to him, and it, that what made me. That's what made me think even more. Just hearing him talk, yeah. not, not just seeing him perform, but hearing, hearing him talk. Also, he does a joke about uh, Anthony Bourdain. I shouldn't laugh, but he, he makes a joke about Anthony Bourdain taking his own life in his latest stand-up, which I was a little bit like, what? And yeah. he explains it, and, and it, you know, it's always got a deeper meaning to it. Like, you never know what's going on in people's heads. Bourdain traveled the world, ate the best food in the world, you know, had a really successful job, and then that. So it's like, there's it a lesson to be taken from that, right? But yeah. anyway, but I'd like to give Bourdain the chance to uh, maybe hit back at yeah. this dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm giving people the opportunity as well. This, will, this, this is what I'm doing. I think you'll, you'll enjoy this story. Yeah. Um, so when I was, so I worked for Gordon Ramsay right, yeah, um, yeah. for six years mm-hmm. and at Raw Hospital Road, the free Michelin star restaurant yeah. and it, an unbelievable experience. And you can imagine the, from celebrities to yeah, like, Icons, politicians, anyone like it was so many people came through that restaurant in my time there, but I've never ever seen Gordon quite as like this guy is God. Really? As when Anthony Bourdain came and ate with us. Amazing. And as young chefs, we were all kind of kitchen confidentials. Yeah, stuff exactly. Like that. We were. And My favourite so, book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were like, but Gordon was just like, you know, like, like we all are. When, we, when you have someone in your restaurant that you really respect, yeah. you just, it, it's just human nature. You just automatically go yeah. up another level. You want it to be. Yeah. And of all the people I saw go through Royal Hospital Road in my time there, that was the one person I saw Gordon just like, this has to be. Mm. He has to leave here being blown away. That's amazing. because yeah. And also the fact that Bourdain wasn't even like the top of the top chef in the world. No. It wasn't even that. No. Do you know what I mean? It's and just, that was that's 19, tribute to him. That was 19, that was, that, no, so that was 2000. 2000. Yeah. So after his book, after No yeah. Reservations. Yeah. Uh, Cook's tour, yeah, and I can't imagine uh, Gordon Ramsay being someone that you know would easily sort of feel that pressure or, yeah. or, or want to impress people, sort of thing. Yeah. So that's that's real tribute to Bourdain. That's an amazing story. Yeah, it that's was. Sick. It yeah. was. That's cool. Um, okay, cool. And then I'd also put Kurt Cobain in there because yeah. for me, he um, he's like one of my favorite musicians of all time. I just think he's a real interesting character. Again, he is a bit of a troll as well. So I just feel like he'd be quite fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If he gets a little bit, we just give him a little guitar to smash. Do you know what I mean? Just keep him busy. Love it. No, no, but Cobain's a G. He's someone I look up to as well uh, with the whole doing things in the the purest form and not adhering to what anyone else thinks or says. Do you know what I mean? I, I think that's really important. So yeah, Bob Marley as well. 
Yeah. Because that is where you could get the weed cookie in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and also, it might be nice to have a little, you know, it's not the strong stuff they smoke these days. It's like the more chilled out. Yeah. The 70s week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 70s week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could maybe blaze that just yeah. before the dessert. I think there I could I'd probably do a little soup. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> well, I've had it in the soup before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll do a little amuse bouche. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I'm loving yeah. this. This party is taking a turn. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and also, weird. you know, you want a little bit of, you know, come down with me. They do the um, a bit of music or whatever. Yeah. Get in the guitar. Come on. <laughs> Him and Kurt Cobain and Raekwon the Chef back to back. Yeah, would be pretty. Yeah, that'd be pretty sick. I think. Um, Olivia Coleman. Love this choice. Great, isn't it? So, I mean, obviously, she's absolutely amazing. But yeah. um. For me, yeah. I'm doing the job I do, don't get to watch much television, but like a couple of years ago, you know when you watch something, you're like, yeah. that was incredible. Broadchurch. Right, I haven't seen that. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like watching her watching her in, in Broadchurch, I yeah. mean, you've got David Tennant in there as yeah, well. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. and the one I watched was with uh, Hayley from Coronation Street. She nice. plays the, yeah, yeah. the character. In it. She's amazing. Sick, yeah. She's, yeah, she, unbelievable. I just think she's so good because like... It's a bit like Steve Carell as well, actually, when you see him in a great comedy role and yeah. then he just smashes drama. That's like her for me. Like I, I, you know, apart from The Office, I'm a massive Peep Show fan. Yeah. And uh, Sophie from Peep Show is just legendary, man. And and she's just amazing. So so when I see her come out and smash all these other roles, it's just yeah. I'm just and and what she's doing for like culty comedy TV actor yeah. from the UK and just smashing it internationally. Yeah. It's just yeah, I think yeah. she's amazing. And I and I just feel like she'd be quite down to earth. Yeah. And just sick to have at the table with yeah. someone like that's that's killing it, but also quite normal. Quite down normal. To earth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so she'd be sick. And obviously my mates Kieran and Marky, because you've got to have the taste cadets there. One hundred percent. Because like whenever I feel awkward, I can just chat to one of them. <laughs> Because it is quite a lot of pressure. Like, to be honest, this question really, I always used to think, well, no one, because I don't, <laughs> I always feel like I'd let them all down because I don't want to meet them. I, 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 do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd only, in this fantasy version, I want to be killing it constantly. Everything yeah. I say is an amazingly well-rounded anecdote <laughs> and there's never any weird pauses or gaps or anything. So let's add that to it as well. Do you like the film Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you know the yeah. bit when he dreams and he's yeah. really impressed yeah, yeah. and he's in the Christmas jumper yeah, yeah, yeah. and he like does a fart and lights it and he said all these jokes. And they love it. Then they love yeah, yeah. him. <laughs> that's, that's what I want. That's what you want in your yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it's pointless. You met all these amazing people and you're just silent trying to get a word in it. And, they, and then you've got to repeat yourself and it's not the same. And yeah, no. I just imagined this table and you're all in Christmas jumpers yeah. and you're just like cracking everyone up, lighting your own farts. <laughs> you've, got, you've got Dave Chappelle screaming, slapping the table, going, Why aren't you the biggest stand up in the world? And I, yeah. I don't want to be Dave. That's your job. I do this just when I'm at a dinner party. It's fine. And they're loving it. They're cracking up. Oh, dear. <laughs> right. <laughs> Rokon the chef wasn't that impressed, no. Raekwon the yeah, chef. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind because he's yeah. just... Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, he's, he's, just, he's a bit of a G, so he's, he's allowed to be chill. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Right, before we get onto your menu, I'm going to give you some quick-fire questions. Okay. Do you cook much? Yes. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Savoury, yeah. Do you host much? Mm. Uh, at what dinner party? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've always sort of fantasised that I would by this. I'm like 35. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, when I'm older, I will. <laughs> in my mind, by now, I'd be doing loads. But yeah. no, I don't actually. Do you know the reality, though? Yeah. The reality is it is bloody hard work. It is. It's you're all washing hot, up. You're not enjoying it. Yeah. And then they, all, then they all piss off. Yeah. And you're just all this washing up. And then yeah. and then it goes to the morning. Yeah. And you wake yeah. up, the kitchen stinks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so true, yeah. isn't it? Take out the bin and it leaks through. Oh, I've got to wash the bin now. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't sign up for washing the bin. <laughs> yeah, it's true, isn't it? Like, I, I do always fantasise about doing it, and, and I probably will when I'm when I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Right, let's get let's get onto the menu. Super starter, first course. Like, what is it? Okay, so. Some of my favorite stuff in the world is uh, just like anti-pasty type. You know what I mean? Like things that you can just kick it off with nice and slow, you know, you, and you start slow and then yeah. you, and you're being polite and then you start sort of eyeing up the last bit. Of, you know what I mean? That sort of, you start going faster and faster and yeah. more and more and more. Yeah. I just like more. I love food. So. But, <laughs> but um, so it would be like some Italian cold cuts. Like, yeah. You know, some salami from Bologna. You know, some uh, the one with the pistachios in that in it uh, from Bologna. Uh, mortadella. Mortadella. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some mortadella. Some some uh, some prosciutto. You know, what I mean, like a few different selections. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> some really nice fresh baked bread. Probably go for. Fr I'd go for a baguette with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I actually prefer a baguette. Like a lot of the times when I'm in Italy having this amazing spread, it's fine. Yeah. But the bread would be nice, but it still doesn't be a freshly baked baguette. You know, and if it's my fantasy land, then let's let's just it's, chuck that in there. It's you your I mean? fancy, it's yeah. your fantasy menu, and um, yeah, a baguette, a baguette, stunning. You, you know, uh, uh, and let's keep the Italian bread in there as well. Yeah, and then maybe even like you know, you get the um, sort of uh, the bread with the fresh butter and like the nice English restaurants as yeah. well <laughs> from like a bakery, in, uh, like St John's. You know that sort of style. So let's get all three breads in there. And then, yeah, and then some burrata, some nice tomatoes, some good olive oil, some good balsamic vinegar. Um, oh, pickles and chilies. Pickles and chilies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Olives, because uh, you want on a, uh, you want to make yourself a nice bite with all the different elements, you know? Yeah. And uh, also, oh, yeah, Roman artichokes cooked in olive oil. Yeah. Man, when I went to Rome, man, they were incredible. Just soft, just, yeah, I'd have that as part of it as well. For everyone listening to this, like when I read your menu, like I said at the beginning of this, you really, really know your stuff. That is very, very close to something I would pick. Every, all those flavors, yeah. all those things you love. Um, and if I could make a recommendation, which I think you'd really love. So we have, we have a restaurant called Cafe Reggiano, which is kind of Italian, Mediterranean. Mm. So we, we've got a lot of Spanish, a lot of Italian. And we do a whole baked um, cheese, like a camembert, Ooh. like that. But we stud it with cooked garlic, oh, yeah. thyme and rosemary. Yeah. So then with all of your ham on and your mortadella yeah. and your charcuterie and all yeah. of that, you've just got this kind of cheese fondue in the middle of the table with like cooked sweet garlic. Wow. But I'm so with you because I love that kind of small plate culture. Yeah, yeah I love yeah. it where you haven't you haven't chosen a starter. You've chosen something that every bite you yeah. can make different. Exactly, and exactly. that yeah. is that is an inspired choice. Yeah, amazing. I love it. And I absolutely love it. Hundred percent. Chuck that dish in as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You sold me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starving. 
staring at you like you're going to pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be, if we get a second series, yeah, that'll yeah. be, like, yeah, well, yeah, I'll have you it. back and we'll, we'll have the food with it. You've picked a cocktail yeah. for this one. Talk us, talk me through, or talk us through the cocktail. I just like starting on a little cocktail. Yeah. Having that, that little bit of a buzz. Yeah. That, uh, once, because once you've even eaten, when you've got that bit of buzz, you're sort of st- a bit more starving, aren't you? Yeah. You sort of opened yourself up. Um, picante. I like. I don't. I'm not really a massive sort of mixers and syrups and all that in yeah. a cocktail. You know, I like I like a fresh cocktail. I think it's. You know. I think it suits like how you are with food. Right. Like. Yeah. I mean, I'd never heard of this cocktail, and mm-hmm. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. You know, chilies, yeah. coriander. Yeah. You know. Like tequila being, you know, tequila, when you look at how tequila's made yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and sort of like the, you know, the ethos behind tequila. Yeah. I think it just sort of suits your absolute obsession and love of food. Yeah. 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 And lime because I'm sour. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. spicy. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Yeah, of, yeah. So it's just mainly just like you said, it's lime juice with yeah, a bit of coriander, chili. Yeah. Uh, tequila, a bit of sweetener, uh, but like a natural sweetener. It's yeah, not, it's not overly sweet. Yeah, it's agave. Uh, that's uh, it. Agave yeah. nectar. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah, it's a really nice, refreshing drink just to start the night off. Really, let's come to the all important. Like we've you've matched the drink with the starter. Like everyone is just right now having a great time, <laughs> great time. And before Kurt peeks on the cookies, yeah, yeah, like he's, he's he pulls his guitar out. He pulls his guitar out. He is loving this. He's yeah, like yeah, having yeah, a yeah, great yeah. time. Yeah. So everyone's having a great drink, and well, I'm talking to Kurt. Yeah, I'll let you well, go right, on so, with a song. Yeah, because I, I, you know, I don't want Kurt to maybe feel sometimes because I know he can get in his, his own head a little bit. Yeah. So not to feel left out. I'd be like, you, you, I could see him fading a little bit at this point. So I'm like, yeah. Kurt, <laughs> recognize this? <Yeah. laughs> and, and I just pop on Come As You Are by Nirvana. And yeah. then he gets the guitar and he does, he sort of sings along with it. Yeah. And and so we'll put on the, um, probably the acoustic version from Unplugged. Yeah. So yeah. it's a bit more chilled out. We just started. Yeah. And it's been too intense. Yeah. Now, I've got to ask you, like, I've been, I've been really, really excited to meet you. There's a lot of people I know, massive fans of yours. Oh, and you. like, Back in the day, so I was kind of my raving area was the 2000s, uh, and I'm a massive UK garage fan. Like me and my wife, that's how we met. Like, um, and being from Southampton, and little story which you all appreciate. Like we used to go to a club called McCluskey's. Yeah, and we had a McCluskey's in Kingston, where I'm from. Did you? Yeah, 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 right, and. Literally, this lad used to be an up and down the queue giving everybody like um copies of his tape, yeah, right. And it was Craig David, oh wow, and it was yeah. re- and it was rewind, wow. And he was just literally giving it out to everyone in the queue and he was playing in the club and stuff like that. That's and crazy. So, I think I don't know, I built built up in my head and with you know, people just do nothing yeah, in yeah. sort of the garage, the jungle, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that that was a curveball, the Nirvana choice. Like, where did where does that come from? Because that's what I'm here to do, I'm here to surprise people, yes. you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I you know what I mean? Like, like, do you know why? Because, um, I guess for me, yeah, like, garage and grime and jungle is about sets, yeah. not not songs on their own, do you know what I mean? So I just would feel like it would just be weird to just pop one song on there. Do you know what I mean, that's why I stayed away from that. Plus, you know, I want to, I want to shock people. I want to, I want to show different sides to me, my softer sides. Well, no, grunge band isn't that soft, is I it? I really but... get that answer. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you like you say that it's like sets, yeah. As opposed to like you. I don't want it just an cr- isolated track on its own because then I'm yeah. ready to listen to more and I want to go party and yeah. I'm not ready to eat. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, start getting those butterfly feelings before you go to a rave and that. Yeah, it's ruining my meal. 
But I think we can throw a rave in at the end of this, That's can't a, we? Yeah, we'll just get a yes. set. We'll get the rest <laughs> yeah. of the corrupt boys in and we'll just jump yes. on. Love it. <laughs> Call Love down it. Craig. <laughs> right. Sipa, let's go on to the main course. Again, this is kind of inspired by, yeah, like a, a good holiday in Italy. Uh, I'd usually get I'd usually get a couple of pastas again because I'm going to be sharing and stuff like that. So, uh, so yeah, it would be some sort of beef shin ragu. Yeah. Uh, either like a rigatoni or like a parpadelle. Like I, I want something thick, something for it to get caught into. Yeah. I, I, I like about the rigatoni that could get into the into the grooves and into the. Do you know what I mean? Like that good meat just getting. You lost know, you're blowing it. my mind right now. You you talk like a chef. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, just... you talk. You even know what pastas to kind of <laughs> for what dishes to soak up the like. This, uh, I am so imp- I'm so. Impressed. <laughs> Thanks, uh, bro. Loving it. Loving it. it. I'm gassed that you said that, man. <laughs> yeah. Loving it. Um, and then then I'll have like a cacio pepe again with some bucatini. Yeah. To get inside and and uh, and I just like things a bit thicker as well. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. That cheese and cracked black pepper. Oh man. So simple but so incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're just getting the emotion right with with the water. It's just yeah. It's sorry, just... sorry. He just said emotion. Of course, <laughs> of course he did. Of course he did. MC Crime Jungle. You, but of course he said emotion. <laughs> like... Oh, oh my man. goodness! It just it just comes from being obsessed, doesn't it? You know, yeah, like, if you're obsessed with anything, you just like YouTube all day will just be food for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, or just yeah. before bed, just like yeah, it's weird, but but I enjoy it. Um, and then yeah, so then I'd have that. I'd probably still keep the bread on the table as well, yeah. so you can. Um, oh, they've got a name for it in Italian as well. Scarpetta. Mopping the, the juices up yeah. right at the end, the sauce. Um, and then, yeah, uh, I also always have a salad on the side of everything. Yeah. Um, that's something that from like a Middle Eastern household, you always have, you know, rice, meat, bread, salad. It's always on the table, yeah. right? So, um, but something fairly simple like rocket and parmesan, yeah. you know, kind of salad, you know. Um, and yeah, that, that, that would be my main. Because actually, you know what? When I was at a restaurant, this is true story, there was a restaurant in Rome and um, I remember when I was quite polite to wait, waiters in Rome, I'd just get treated like shit. And then I realised <laughs> that they're quite like cool, manly sort of guys. I'm like, okay, well, I've got to switch this up. So, so he's about to take my plate away. I went... <laughs> and I held his hand and I pointed at the bread. He went, ah, scarpetta. And he loved it. I went, yes. <laughs> he loves me. He gets me. <laughs> I think it's because you went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loved it. could see your face. Yeah, like, yeah. Because that, like, that's, what, that's yeah. what they do in Sicily. That's yeah, what yeah, exactly. like, Al Capone would yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just, <laughs> just putting your hand on top of his. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he looked at me like, I respect that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. he could shoot me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there with my uh, with my belt undone, yeah. <laughs> stuffed out of my mind, looking like a fat mafia boss. <laughs> Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So on your menu, on your menu the, the thing that stuck out for me at SEPA was beef shin. Mm. Like you, you know, when you know what you're talking about, like, you know, in for chefs, we would use beef shin mm. every, every day of the week because yeah. the depth of flavor in that, but how to cook that. And like, once that's broken down and you get this nice bit of jelly in it as yeah. well, like you do with a, like you do with a feather blade. Mm. And I mean, that's again, one of my favorite dishes. But that's where all the flavors at, yeah. you know, all the, the cheaper cuts of meat that you've got to cook for longer and, and give them that love. That's yeah. you get in the flavor, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And a pasta like the rigatoni, as you said earlier, just to kind of like where it all sort of yeah. binds up and stuff. Yeah. Delicious. Apps. The idea with a salad, mm-hmm. completely agree with you. You know, just like, cuts through it a little bit. Does because it's yeah. nice because you've got that like, all that richness. Yeah. And then that salad, yeah. you know, beautiful. Yeah. And and as we said before, the care peppy, I mean, that's again, what a dish. Yeah. Yeah, it's now, so so good. And it's just nice to have the uh the different colours, you know, the brownie red and the white, you know, like there's two different things that you can Keep switching up, you yeah. Know? Yeah, I love that. Knowing you, you've probably already done it, and I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm not teaching this boy nothing <laughs> new. Yes, like, so, yeah. so I did that when we were in traveling through Na- <laughs> when yeah. we were traveling through yeah. Naples. <laughs> like, but uh, so we got another it cafe Regina where we've got you know uh, Italian Mediterranean vibe. We've got um, a beef ragu on right nice. now, but we're on another dish where chimichurri, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But a more not so thick. Kind of, so we add more olive oil to it and right. that stuff, but just a little bit of like chilled chimichurri, yeah. like dressed over the top. So you got pasta ragu, you just get this loads of herbaceous, yes, like loveliness. And kind again, of going it just with like it. cuts through it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. And yeah. we put a tiny pinch of cumin in okay. our chimichurri. Okay, yeah, banging, nice, amazing. Yeah, yeah. my god, he hasn't um, tried that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm saving myself till I come down. <laughs> <laughs> what would you drink with that, Sipa? So I've recently got into, well, in the last couple of years, I got into natural wines. Yeah. Um, I mean, I live in East London, so I'm just one of them people now. But uh, but also... Avocado, uh, yeah. sourdough. <laughs> yeah, just found out about avocado. That's what I meant. That's what, that's what Hugo, the guy that plays beats, he's yeah. like, he lives a bit further out now and he drives to come and see me. He's like, I always know when I'm near when I see signs of sourdough. <laughs> I'm like, that's old. Come on, we've been eating sourdough for years now. But um, yeah, no. Um, I, to be honest, there's a rapper that I'm, I'm massively into who's also... He like he really knows his stuff. Action Bronson, yeah, and like he's massively into food. He was a chef for years, and then he turned into a rapper. And anyway, he he never he didn't really drink, didn't like much alcohol, didn't like wine. I wasn't really a massive wine guy. Maybe three or four years ago, and then I started seeing him. He had this little food show, and he started drinking natural wines. They're a lot more juicy and light. And I mean, essentially, a natural wine is just wine without. Uh, as much additives, yeah. as much sulfates. So it's how they originally made wine back yeah. in the day. It's not like it's not a new thing, new really. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought you were actually going to say it's like wine without the shit in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> Although you do get a nice bit of sediment in it, which I do yeah. like. Like loads yeah. of floating shit. And <laughs> 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 uh, no, but the, the good thing is, so I learned it off it. Just so you know, watching. that's a sackable offence in yeah. a lot of restaurants. <laughs> do you really? bring, oh, yeah, you've disturbed that bottle yeah, and yeah, you bring yeah. it to the table yeah, and yeah. it's got all the stuff it's floating, floating through it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> the classic ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've also made the mistake for asking for natural wines in classic wine places and they're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this wine's 3,000 years old and you're drinking this. <laughs> no, but the nice thing about, I mean, that's who kind of, watching him kind of made me think, oh, let me try that. And it was my gateway into wine. I, I love wine now, like even classic wine. But um, what I like about natural wine is that it's, they're made in smaller batches by people that care about what they're doing, right? Yeah. So that's a good thing. It's like, yeah. you, you want that with food, you want that with everything. So uh, so there's a guy called Patrick Bourgeau who's like one of the masters of it from Paris. And uh, literally, I don't know, I still don't know my shit, but any red that I order from him is just incredible. And you can serve them chilled as well because they're slightly lighter. Yeah. Not like a rosé. They, they they still got like depth and body, but yeah, kind of but like Beaujolais. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if I mean, I went to Greece recently, and they'll serve serve their house chilled, their house red chilled. Yeah. In like the tavernas and that. So I'm, just, I, I love it. I love it like that. And so I'd have a bottle of that from, from old Beaujolais. Yeah, my old boy. Just going slightly. You you've just mentioned Greece. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That is like my favourite place to go. Oh man. And I've just come back. How much do you love their food? Incredible. It's... Amazing, Isn't it? I, man! I, I, I was uh, every every day and night. I was just looking forward to lunch and dinner. Basically. Yeah, I mean, lunch was always a giros every day. Yeah, from a different type of place. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and I went through the. I went. I had the uh, you know like the real the best ones like the street side ones, and then I had one at the hotel. Yeah. That's all right. And then I had one at a fine dining restaurant where they made it tiny. You know, like yeah. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying them all. And don't put the fries yeah. in it. No, no, yeah. don't put the fries in it. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong yeah, with yeah, you? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but yeah, but the dinners every night, like the even just like just a salad, just like a Greek salad. Like my first yeah. night uh, because everything has been going on. You know, you got to get your PCR test and all that. My my girlfriend's one didn't come in in time. So I flew, and instead of changing both flights and having to pay for both, I flew out. I did this chivalrous thing and flew out on my own um, <laughs> to a lu- luxury hotel in, in I was going to say, like, fair play to you, mate. No, that, must, you, that yeah. must have been really well, tough. I, yeah, I just thought... <laughs> I'm a thoughtful guy, so <laughs> so I got there. But I'm not gonna lie, it was it was Santorini, so I was a little bit like, it's not like going to New York and just like exploring on your own. It's a couple's destination. It, it is weird. It? Yeah. And I got to the hotel and it's I just, just like, all white buildings, yeah, blue sea, yeah. and you're like on your own. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And even dinners as well. Yeah. Like you're there, and I'm on the plane, and everyone's a couple, and I was like, oh my god, like, this is. Inside, I look like a freak actually. What am I doing? <laughs> like, it's not like a traveler explorer destination on your own. And uh, but luckily, the first restaurant we'd had booked was literally just near our hotel, and it was just like a, like a taverna type of place. It wasn't yeah. like some like sunset view, romantic dinner. And uh, yeah, just and I, and it was amazing though because I just sat there and I love doing this as well. On my own, just going to a restaurant. Of mine, I sat there. I ordered a Greek salad, uh, a tzatziki, some bread. Uh, a little uh, carafe of wine, and then I had moussaka for mains, and it was just an amazing night. Just on my yeah. own, yeah, it's so good. Uh, so, if I was doing, if you were asking me these questions, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, and I was going main course, right, yeah. Giros, yeah, or 
uh, I don't know if you've heard of it over there. Um, they've got a dish called lamb cleft. Cleftico, yeah, 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 amazing. Oh my goodness, so good. Because so that good. that whole like clay oven or yeah. fire pit slow roast lamb shoulder, yeah, yeah. and like feta. Yeah. I just, I mean, at home I'll put like put feta on everything. <laughs> like, I just love you feta. You bathing feta, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> just that salty, tangy good, like man. cheese and that. But that they would be probably or. Just a flatbread with tzatziki, again, yeah. lamb, yeah. all of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. all of that. And that's the thing, like, that is so, you know, that's my Middle Eastern side as well. Like, yeah. just a, a barbecued or grilled lamb, yeah. you know, with bread, salad, dip. That is, yeah. that for me is the most primal, incredible food. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Fan of Taras Malata? Uh, like, done no, properly. No, so, so you're going to hate me now, and this is the time I need to really disclose this to you, <laughs> and I'm scared yeah. to any chef, but you, because you are very much into that part of, the cuisine. I don't eat fish or seafood. That's okay. That's I cool. Know, but I'm so I hate telling the chefs that because they're like they in their mind they go, he basically just eats beans and chips. Then not not <laughs> not not um not um allergy as in just don't just not. Sometimes king. I say it's allergy, but it's, it's not. I can't. No. Yeah, I think something happened. I did as a kid, and then there must have been some sort of event. Yeah. Slapped around the head with a fish. Fish. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But like, and it's my mum loves it. My dad. It's I don't know why. You know something. Uh, recently though, I um, weirdly enough, it's, I'm more attracted to the thought of trying to eat seafood than fish. Right. Um. Yeah, and I guess. To be fair, when I was in Greece and my girl would always order fish and it's straight from the sea. Yeah. There's no smell. There's no it's yeah. it's so fresh. So maybe that's what it is with me as well. It's like getting over that thing in my mind. But I tried a I tried a clam the other day at four legs and it was actually banging. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I was like, really scared, but when and not if, yeah, right, yeah. see, but when you like when you and your girlfriend come to Cornwall, yeah. I like I reckon I could I'm not gonna try on fish because I think with fish, fish is fish, but I yeah. think seafood. Yeah. Because especially with things, say, like clams, scallops, yeah. lobster, crab. Mm -hmm. And with us, like, you know, in Padstow, yeah, yeah. lobster and crab is the main trade okay. coming out of Padstow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and you're right, you know, like the most amazing seafood should just smell of the sea. Mm -hmm. uh, and I grew up thinking that fish smell of fish. Yeah. Like that, you know, like with from the fishmongers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah. You know, that kind of fishy yeah, smell. I'd hate walking like, past the fishmongers. Yeah. yeah. But I reckon I could, I reckon I could convert you. And, I, Listen, and, and I'd have a go yeah, yeah. with, after watching some of the stuff you've done with food, I'd have a go with scallops. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I really would. And, and I feel like... Seafood's cooler as well. So if I'm into one of them, yeah. I kind of want to be, you know, like, again, a mob boss yeah. with a bit of lobster. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think if I had some scallops in yeah. the shell, like, yeah. grill, I'll keep it really straightforward. Like, yeah. just like, start off straightforward, you know, something like a real nice sort of tomato and then do a butter or something Amazing. like that. Yeah, yeah. I think I could... I yeah. think I could convince you, especially if you had a go on a clam the other day. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, that came sick. out a bit wrong. <laughs> had a go. <laughs> Banged out a little quick clam. Yeah, yeah it was nice. Oh, no, honestly though, I, I, there's nothing more I want, and because I'm so into food, it does pain me that I'm not yeah. into it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and I always think to myself, you know, touch wood, it will happen one day, and then I've got a whole new chapter. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I can appreciate it. But yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely take you up on that. Yeah, I'd love that. Love that. Wicked. <laughs> now, I love I love this track you've chose, but you you tell us. You tell us the track. Uh, okay. The main course. Uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the track I've gone for. So, Snoop Dogg, uh, Doggy Star was one of my first albums I ever had. Yeah. Um, 
and so it will always hold a, you know, it's just, some of the lyrics didn't date very well, but uh, it will always hold a place <laughs> in my heart. And uh, Snoop Dogg, What's My Name, that's a single off the album. So I don't want to alienate any of the audience, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, any of the, sorry, uh, participants. Yeah. No, what are they called? To get guests, in a guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Snoop Dogg, What's My Name? I think it's a good little party, party vibe. It's a tune. Good one for the main course. Yeah. Yeah. The video, right? I love this. I love this track, right? The, yeah. the video. The, I don't know if you can remember yeah, the video. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But like, so like an English version, but like a council estate version, right? Me yeah. and the boys, right? Yeah. Back in the day, summer holidays. Yeah. We would go around and mate. So, you know, you've always got the mate whose mum and dad are proper liberal and oh, yeah. let you do anything. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and they're out and the house is a state <laughs> yeah, and that, but yeah. they just let you. So, like, that, 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 that lad was called Dan and we'd always be around his house and we just watch Friday. Oh, man. I used to do the same. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. We, we just, every day, we just watch Friday. Yeah. But we were like living Friday. Yeah, yeah. But in, <laughs> yeah. in like an English council yeah. estate. And that video just reminds, and I'm sure the, yeah. the dog pound man yeah, is yeah. the dad. Oh, yeah. I he think is, so. He? Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. He's the dad. It's and true. it just reminds me of Friday. It's so true when that, yeah, they're, they're having a house party, turn into dogs. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah. It's the same vibes. Yeah, man. It's because it's that West Coast, you know? Yeah. I used to be so obsessed with that as well because that was my first album. And I used to, <laughs> I actually had, um, when I was like 11 years old, I had hair down to my chin because I was into Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But then I was also into Snoop Dogg, so I actually braided it. <laughs> and I had checked shirts and baggy jeans. So and you were no like a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no one at my school knew about, they were all listening, you know, what was in the charts because they were like 10, 11 years old. And I was walking around just spitting Snoop Dogg lyrics in people's face, wanting to be a, like West Coast gangbanger, not realising that, you know, the pain and hardship that goes with it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but at the time it felt really cool. <laughs> Slightly, slightly. I, I kind of went to school. I remember on the first ever non-school, like, uniform, a non-uniform uh, day, day school. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. And I kind of remember, I was a bit late, and I remember walking into the classroom, and I just wasn't quite dressed the same as everyone else, and felt an absolute... So... <laughs> Do you remember gravity jeans? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. the ones that were black, and they you could buy all the different colour bums. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. I had like red bums, and then <laughs> and then there was a phase where you just buy a jumper from Top Man. All oh, right, yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. The jumper and that, and yeah. red suede champion boots. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, and then like my hair kind of all gel forward on my forehead, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like it's just like yeah, everyone like... else was a bit tamer. <laughs> 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 so you look at them, you idiots, this is the latest fashion. Yeah. You just haven't got the balls for this. Yeah, but the best of it was, my dad knew. Yeah. He knew what a twat I looked, <laughs> right? But he let me get, and, he, and I always remember his way, he'd laugh at me, because yeah. I wanted, I always wanted my head, I wanted a step. Yeah, 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 but I had a step. all the kids that had a step, yeah. their hair was thinner. Right, yeah, yeah. My hair was really thick. Of course, yeah, So it yeah. just looked like Lego hair. Yeah. So it looked like pop-on, pop-off yeah. hair, yeah, right? Yeah. So he, he was... <laughs> He just would laugh at me going out the front door knowing that one day, son, yeah. you'll realise what an idiot you look. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can relate. Yeah. That's amazing, man. <laughs> Dessert time. All right, so dessert. I'm not a mass. I mean, I always say I'm not a massive dessert head, but I do always want it. I mean, if it was starter, and if the classic question is starter and main, or yeah. main, it would always be starter and main. But I definitely, um, I definitely started getting more of a sweet tooth. I think, yeah. you know, like if you're with people that always order dessert, you're like, nah, nah, I'm good, and you're like, actually, I'll have a little bit of that. Wow, that's banging, actually. That's <laughs> insane. 
Is that what chocolate tastes like? Wow. It's much better than a star. And then they hate yeah. you. Yeah, then they hate me. Exactly. <laughs> so I started with my own. No, but my favourite, always my favourite, like when I used to have like birthdays and that, my mum would get me um, an Iceland's chocolate gatto. Yeah. And I still think that's like one of the best ones. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, profiteroles as well. Yeah. I mean, so that was my was first Was it by Sarah Lee? Yeah, yeah, Sarah Lee. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? That was a good yeah. one. That was a good one. Yeah, man. yeah. Because like, I, I didn't really like fruit in my desserts and that back then. I just was straight chocolate. And yeah. For me, it was a solid choice. And it's not too sweet Yeah. as well. The, the creaminess, but not too sweet. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then, yeah, so, and alongside that on the side, it'd always be profiteroles. So I think that was a little bit of a nostalgia thing, but it goes with the uh, goes with the menu. And yeah. uh, I always order it if it's on a menu at a restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love a profiteroles, man. Actually, they do. I went to this place recently where they did, uh, they put ice cream in the middle instead of uh, whipped cream. Cream. So that was pretty insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I said to you at the beginning, like your menu just really, really resonated with me. Yeah. I just, it's class right the way through it. <laughs> and um, like my, unfortunately, my dad's no longer here, but he was like my absolute hero. So we kind of, my mum and dad ran a guest house. Oh, and that's wow. kind of how I got into hospitality. Yeah, yeah. And um, and all the guests, like they would buy like those Sarah Lee desserts. Yeah, so yeah. things like that chocolate gatto. Yeah. Dan- there was a thing called Danish bar. Yeah, like yeah, a, I remember that. Remember like yeah. a long rectangle sponge <laughs> yeah, thing with yeah. vanilla. Yeah. And profit rolls just make me think him and like yeah. I mean when you buy them ones that are like a pyramid yeah with yeah. all that chocolate chocolate and that yeah. whipped cold cream yeah oh, and that's it amazing I, exactly that I love uh, hot and cold as well so yeah. so getting that you know the hot from the melted chocolate on it uh, and and yeah the cold from the I love that you yeah. know and if there's any if there's ever an option with like you know uh I don't know, an apple pie, and they're like, do you want cold or hot? No, I want, I want cold custard, you know, yeah. or I want ice cream. I like hot and cold. I just, yeah. I just love that. Yeah. yeah. Blowing my mind again, right? It's, it's <laughs> of, co- of course you like temperature contrast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put it to you, right? Because yeah. you said apple pie, right? Yeah, yeah. So again, uh, I told you earlier, didn't I, before we started recording, like my mum's from the Seychelles, my dad's from Blackpool. yeah. yeah. But I grew up in Southampton Mm -hmm. and down south, apple pie or stuff like that's just with cream, custard. Mm -hmm. But my dad loved cheese. Okay. With like apple pie, Eccles cakes, stuff like that, right? So we do a dessert at number six, our restaurant, the first restaurant I opened where we, you know, it's homage to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Where we do like an apple tartar tan mm-hmm. and we do it with like a blue cheese. So you got that kind of salty, a bit of acidity yeah. and all yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. So um, try it. Like next that time you have some amazing. apple pie, yeah. like pick one of your like, like something, if you like your cheddars or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And just have a lump of room temperature cheddar mm. with the apple pie. That's amazing. And it, it sounds insane at first. And then when you, st- you start trying to get, that's what yeah. you do with food, right? You're trying to get yeah. some logic out of it. Yeah. I suppose you have apples with, with cheese. Cheese. Um, pastry. With, with pastry. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With when you say the blue cheese and that, yeah. you, know, you could have that with poached pears. You know, yeah. that's not that strange. No. So it's like, yeah, that's amazing. So I'd works. love to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Super tune. Yeah. What, what tune are we going with for dessert? So again, uh, I feel like sort of Raekwon would be flagging at this point. Um, yeah. Is, <laughs> I love I love how many of you, you've just automatically assumed how some many of them would be flagging. Because <laughs> uh, some of my routines are dipping at this point. <laughs> <laughs> we said earlier he wouldn't be laughing as much. So so I'm thinking, Ray, 
And he's like, what? <laughs> and I go, you got your mic with you? He goes, of course I do. He pulls out his pocket. I go, plug it in the karaoke machine. I popped on um, Ice Cream, one of your famous tracks. Yeah. Play it, please. And he'll do it and it'll be amazing. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you know, because it's a dessert, it's, it's yeah. an obvious choice, but it's a great choice. Yeah. And they talk about different desserts on the track and that. And um, uh, to be fair, there's a lot of other MCs on that track. Um, so he'd have to do all their bits. Or we'd just do a karaoke and pass it around. Yeah. You could be Method Man. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. I was yeah. just about to say as well, I mean, like, I know I've talked about like your loves of other sort of music, but you are you are also deeply rooted in hip hop, aren't you? And yeah. stuff and real kind of underground and Yeah. You know, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I love hip hop, but like I, I was raised on well, as we all are, probably just pop music originally yeah. and then and then my first love was Snoop Dogg Doggy Star, like Cypress Hill and yeah. Wu Tang. Then, as I got older, you know, about 15, so then I got into Garage and, and Jungle and then eventually Grime and then looped back to to my first love, which was hip-hop. And, yeah. and then I just spent eight years just digging into all of that. And, and uh, yeah, that's always very close to me. Yeah, that 90s yeah. 90s hip-hop, yeah. I've got one more for you. Yeah, yeah. I think you'll be really good at this. Uh, <laughs> right, so obviously you and your boys are proper creative, you know, mm. Corrupt FM, Taste Cadets. They're, they're cool names, right? Oh god, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're I think you're you're gonna be ready for this, right? If you opened a restaurant, what would you call it? Oh man. Okay. I'd call it Hospoda. Yeah. Which which in Czech means pub, right? But out there you get your best food in a pub. They call them yeah. restaurants. You know, they call restaurants a pub because yeah. it's just anywhere that serves beer. But um and you get some of your best uh no frills, good quality food there, you know? And just the atmosphere is always welcoming and uh, like family sort of atmosphere in the sense that you come yeah. there, you know people. Like how a good classic old pub would have been here. And it's just like, you know, my, my mother tongue. Yeah, Hospoda, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where, you know, like in French and yeah. Italian, things always sound better. Yeah, like yeah. We say pub. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Like, it, all of a sudden as well, let, listen to this. Yeah. Hos, like imagine in London, this yeah. really cool place, like Hospoda. Yeah. <laughs> By Sipa. Yeah, nice. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in English, it sounds like like Hodge Carrier, Hospoder, <laughs> like it's a like it's a job on a site. <laughs> yeah, I used to work as a, a Hospoder actually back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nice. Yeah. Right, the last question I got for you in my industry. The one sort of thing that is like the absolute, you know, the the dizzying heights of recognition yeah. is a Michelin star. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and when you get a Michelin star, it is awarded, you know, on there's sort of five key principles. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's just about something that is, you know, or a, an establishment or chef that is serving incredible food mm -hmm. consistently. If you had to give an artist a Michelin star... Who would that be? So, and just before that, I only found out in the last few years that it's the tyre company, Michelin, yeah, isn't it? That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and it's, a, and it's an amazing story. Yeah. Like, I was lucky enough a couple of years ago to have, like, to do some stuff with GQ and, and Michelin, and it mm -hmm. taught me loads, like, how it started. And it all, it was exactly that. It was, it was two brothers. Right. Who, basically, like, the Michelin brothers and the tyres, and... They then wanted to kind of work out a way. I mean, how entrepreneurial is this? How do we sell more tyres? Right. So they invented 
the Michelin Guide, and it started off by just recommending hotels and restaurants and giving it to people at first for free because then they would go and do more miles oh on my, their tires. No way. And then and then obviously they'd sell more tires. That's crazy. Are they and they they're French? French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and they're and into food, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like into, wow. And then uh, what? Like I think one of them walked into like a, a garage in France mm. and saw basically like a toolbox being mm. propped up by a load of um, like Michelin books. So then that was when they d- decided like, hang on, this is we're offering a very good service here. So mm. that's when they monetized it and started selling the book. And then it grew, and then the whole star rating system came in right. later on. But that's how it all started that's by amazing. trying to sell more tires to make people drive further. That's crazy. It's wicked, that's isn't it? Sick, yeah. yeah. And and I love that the lesson that teaches you as well that like you don't have to get something straight away. If you plant something, yeah, and something can come, you know, yeah. a longer way. But that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm definitely gonna be dropping out the dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that could come up in a pub quiz. Yeah, that's true. true, true. <laughs> yeah. Roquan's nodding off. Right, check this. <laughs> You're gonna love this. <laughs> Not once he's had one of my secret cookies. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be back right. Yeah, no. right in the party. You know, Paul Ainsworth. <laughs> right. So he told me right. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh dear. They asked me actually that, like Paul, like all the dishes you talk about, can you provide recipes for? Just, just as a little disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Like, Putting no. that on the <laughs> on the website, <laughs> <laughs> you can um you can you can just swap it for something. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. So my uh, I'd give the Michelin star to uh, a rapper who because I just thought all these people from the US, right? The the, the artists that I've spoke about, um, but. My favourite UK artist, I mean, my, one of my favourite artists in general, but he's a UK artist, is um, he is a guy called Cass is Dead. And yeah. he's an incredible. And he's been going since, like, the grime era, but he had, um, like, a re, like, a revamp sort of thing and changed his name, and, and now he's, he's more of, like, a rapper, but he kind of sits on loads of different types of beats, you know, yeah. like different BPMs and stuff. And he's just amazing, man. And and uh, he's got an incredible story behind him. He does a lot of, like, chefy and food references as well. Uh, so that's why it came to my head with this. And I feel like not enough people talk about him and give him his props. So I give him a Michelin star. Yeah. And then people will know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, do you know what? That that's what it's about. There's so many restaurants out there that mm. you know when they're awarded a Michelin star, you're like, oh, I didn't know about that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and and that's kind of what the Michelin guide does. It goes out and it and it yeah. and it looks for people who are doing the most amazing things. And that's I think what you've just described with Cassie's Dead. You Sick. Know? It's, yeah, yeah. Listen, mate, I have like thoroughly enjoyed this. I mean, you are like, you know, you've got your own podcast. You you do everything. So like for me to be kind of interviewing you and asking you questions about something I love and you clearly love food and music is just been an honour. So thank you so much, mate. Man, and I've honestly, loved it. Thank you so much because, you know, a uh, big fan of you and, and getting to talk to someone that actually knows you know, their stuff and a master of their craft when it comes to food is, uh, is like really enjoyable for me. So I really appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you. you. Nah, thank you so much, mate. Cheers. Thank you. That was 
really did. Man. That was a, thank really you, man. That, that was amazing. Yeah. Loved it. Wicked. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 